Get ready to innovate and organize your workspace with Metro. As the industry leader in storage and distribution systems, Metro is here to transform and organize your kitchen. With their premium solutions, you'll experience the Metro difference. Metro's sturdy and versatile shelving units, workstations, holding cabinets, and utility carts are designed to streamline operations and maximize your productivity. Don't settle for imitators. Metro products last longer and offer unparalleled quality and durability. Plus, the many customization options ensure that your space is tailored to your unique needs. Hey, we use them here at Walk & Talk. Say goodbye to chaos and hello to order with Metro Shelving. Visit their website or contact them today to start designing your perfect space. Metro Shelving, your partner in organization and efficiency. Hey, food fam, it's Chef Jeffrey Schlitzel from the Walk and Talk podcast. Carl Finadini is off in whatever he's doing. So I took over. I pirated it with producer Willie. So we're here in Orlando at Cater Source. What's Cater Source? It's everything that you would possibly think of and have about catering. Not only that, it's about people and chefs that come out and tell you the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts that they've already been through. And I have the perfect person right here. And we've always talked about this guy right here, my buddy, my brother from another mother, Chef Keith Saracen. Thanks, love you, man. Thank you very much. Yeah. So my question to you is, one, what do you think of Cater Source so far? I'm having a blast. Uh, hospitality is obviously our thing, and Cater Source has been more than hospitable to us. I mean, we're having a blast. Right. And we get to spend time together, which is This is what fun. I love, too, as well. What's interesting, too, though, you're, you had one presentation that just got done. Want to go a little bit, talk about that, and then maybe tomorrow's presentation? Yeah, so uh, literally just moments ago, uh, we just got out of a presentation I was doing about my company, The Farmer's Dinner, where uh, I've done dinners on farms all across New England for the last 11 years. And I really kind of distilled all of those 11 years down to about a one-hour presentation of the do's and don'ts in the pop-up world. And uh, I felt like... It was so great because so many wonderful questions, right? People were just like, we're, we're, really were. it was so good. Uh, the vibe was good. And it's amazing to look back on something that, you know, when you're part of your own world, you're just like, oh man, like, what am I doing? But to see how far we've come as a company, it was amazing. And to just be able to pass that on. And then tomorrow you're showcasing your passion, your love, which I love, is the uh, cuisine of the subcontinent of India. So talk about that for tomorrow. Sure. So I, uh, I've studied food from the Indian subcontinent for 16 years, um, and it is, like, without a doubt, my passion. Um, and now I get to do it in my career, where a lot of it was just kind of, like, honing in on what I was doing, opening restaurants. And so tomorrow we're going to be talking about the misconceptions of Indian food. Because as you know, people were like, oh, it's all curry, right? And, and I'm like, ah, there's so much misinformation about what Indian food is. And so I'm going to break down the history of Indian food, but also talk about really regionally what you can kind of find. And uh, I think people are going to be really excited about it. Uh, every time I'm with Keith, you learn something different. And one of the best things about having someone with his love and his passion is you really get to check the box of what really that cuisine is. And I've always said this to you, and I will always say this to you. You are literally the bridge from the Indian subcontinent all the way over to the Western world because people don't realize it. And I thank you for bringing that up to me because without Achar, I don't think my barbecue game would be as where it is today. Um, 
But you also have a new book coming out. Talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. So um, I work a ton. And then uh, in the fall and winter, as I kind of like wind a couple of things down, I always love writing. Um, and I've written five cookbooks now. The newest one coming out in August is all about the art of fermentation. And when my publisher pitched it to me, they were like, we really want you to focus in on the South Asian region. And I was like, all right, got this, got this. <laughs> um, uh, so I am, I'm really thrilled. Uh, this book really represents so many years of being a student of this. And I had to call in some of my mentors like uh, William Dunkerley from Dunk's Mushrooms, uh, my friend Jitty out in the Boston area who taught me so much about fermentation. And how is Jitty doing? I know he's going through some rough patch. You know, now. he's going through a lot, but like his spirit, um, can't even he's just he's one of the most humble and amazing human beings i've ever met yeah, so. so we wish him the best and I, you got your your sous chef over here beach come over here man beach, get in here yeah so beach you and i met in september and you are now full-time with this guy right yes how is it to learn indian food from your um, guru it's a it's a crazy transformation i'm uh, classically french trained so i kind of have to unlearn everything to go back and learn it all but it's it's really fun because now i get to take two different cuisines and you know combine them what do you think is the most important since you're now kind of entering this world of the unknown and learning? What do you think is the most important thing, uh, the aspect that Keith is teaching you about the Indian subcontinent and the cuisine? Um, that it's not just like curries and, and baby food and all these things. It's complex, different spices and um, different dishes. You know, like they have duck over there. I always thought it was just like chicken and lamb, but there's duck. There's, uh, there's lovely lamb dishes. I'm not a huge lamb fan, but I've learned to love lamb now. And you're really good at social media in specific. You're really good at TikTok. Uh, you want to talk about how did you play in that realm? And I know that you were kind of getting beat up a little bit there from some of the comments that were going yeah. on. Talk about that. Yeah. Um, so I hated TikTok. Sorry, TikTok, if you ever listen to us. Um, <laughs> don't demonetize my platform, please. Um, so I know really uh, my girlfriend was like, oh, you got to see this. You got to see this. And I was like, I'm too old for this platform. Um, you know, for me, I, I've, I love photography. I do a lot of photography for all my books. And so one day um, we were watching uh, a Rachel Ray show and oh. she did this. She 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 made this comment about Hinduism um, that was a little rough around the edges. Uh, it didn't age well. Let's just say that. And so I, I was sitting on the couch and I flipped out. I'm like, man, it's it frustrates me because people will like joke about this, but they don't understand there's this is reverence for these people. Like, let's not, let's not joke about things that people take serious, you know? Um, and so, and so my girlfriend's like, I swear, I'm just going to record you on this. And so I was like, I'm just going to do it. And I put up one video and it went nuts. How many, um, how many views? Uh, it ended up uh, just about 500,000 for that one, uh, which was insane to me. I was like, why are 500,000 people looking at me yelling at Rachel Ray? Um, and then I realized that TikTok really likes uh, argumentative nature. And so I decided really early on my platform after a couple of those videos, I wouldn't do it again. Um, and I decided to use my platform for education and inspiration rather than perpetuating how much we can hate in this world. Um, so it, ever since then, um, it was cool. I, I ended up going viral and doing a, a couple of videos that went over like 1.6 million. Um, and then now the, we've created a community of people who love food from the subcontinent and are learning from each other on that platform. And uh, we still get to be quirky. And you see Beach doing dances in the background. And I, I know somebody's on there quite a bit, Mr. Mr. Handsome. I'm eating halloween for the first time. Um, I, let me just tell you, um, for everyone out there, Talk about pun, and I'm going to get your reaction. 
but talk about Pond. Uh, Pond is, so Pond is uh, a mouth refresher that's um, kind of an, an after dinner sort of thing where it helps you digest. Uh, it's uh, from the beetle leaf. Um, and Mitapan is kind of like a sweet version of that. There's these things called Tutti Frutti, which are a little like gummy bears, right. um, almond, coconut, beautiful stuff. Uh, one of the key ingredients is something called um, Golkan, which is rose jam, and, uh, and Hiromoti, which is kind of like a little camphor-like. So let's just say that the flavors are pronounced. <laughs> yes. Right? So what I love to do is get people's reactions to things, uh, especially when it comes to quote-unquote Indian food, right? Pan gives a very, very big reaction. And I'm lucky that we have this incredible uh, gentleman who makes Pan all from scratch. Um, he is a master of this, and he lives in my hometown. So when you came up, I was like, I got to get this reaction because, like, you... I always say, like, what do you compare it to? You can. People will say mint, but it's not. No. There's no mint in it. It's camphor. So it's kind of like Vicks Vapor Rub in mm -hmm. some ways, but diluted. And it you can't make it sound like it's good. But here's the thing. It's damn good, huh? It's fantastic. Your reaction to that, though, man. <laughs> so I remember the uh, the first time I tried Pond, um, my brain kind of went a little haywire at first. Cause I didn't I didn't understand. You know, I, I'm not into these flavors at all. I didn't know. And it almost made me gag a little bit. And I, you know, got through it, chewed through it, and, and, got, and now I love it. You right. know, it's more often in that area. And it's like, oh, we're going to stop by the pond parlor today. Let's go get some pond today. And you clap like a little kid. You're like, yeah. yay. <laughs> yeah. And that's the best thing. And I think that's what's, what's really wonderful about our world today. It's not just that the borders are getting smaller. It's that chefs like yourself and others are embracing the changes within our own culinary cuisine because we always say it no one has, has reinvented new cuisine the last time somebody did that we all agree upon was in the 90s with El Bulli but they're they're still utilizing the same stuff we're doing you always talk about your first taste of that that Indian food what was that describe it yeah so the first um, I was a really picky eater growing up and so um, I always liked spicy food so I was cool with that um, after losing a bet and going to my friend's uh, Indian restaurant uh, first thing was a Goan dish. I didn't know it at that time. Goa is this very small little state uh, in the west part of India that was occupied by the Portuguese for like 450 years. And because it was occupied by the Portuguese, they had vinegar. So this vinegary dish called chicken vindaloo. And I had it with this gorgeous garlic naan. And I remember taking that bite. And I, I say this line all the time, but it's always true. It was like Neo seeing the Matrix. Like I remember everything opened up for the first time. And I was a cook but I couldn't pinpoint how are they doing this. Like I, I was like, it's a gorgeous silky gravy. It's this powerful pungent flavor that's balanced perfectly. How are you doing this? And it was the how that created the why for the rest of my life. Um, thank you so much. I know we got to get going. Four o'clock, Willie's going to be taping some stuff for us. We're actually going to be part of a presentation about not thing that you could think of, but mental health. We're going to be checking our egos at the door and having a great conversation. So y'all, you guys have a great day. Thank you very much for stopping by Keith, BJ. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Definitely. Thank you, Willie.
Let me tell you about my friends over at Citrus America and their amazing juicing equipment. They're revolutionizing the way you enjoy freshly squeezed juice. They're at the best hotels, restaurants, and markets. Their mission is simple. Develop a unique consumer experience with on-premise juicing, deliver healthy taste options to clientele, and juice more faster. It's that easy. Citrus America supplies the highest quality juicing equipment and solutions in the industry. So whether you're a small business owner or a large corporation, Citrus America has the right juicing equipment for you. Find out more at citrusamerica.com. (laughs) 